Be blessed. My name is Raymond A. Tillis, and I'm the pastor of the Progressive Missionary Baptist Church, where our motto is, the church where everybody is somebody. My prayer today, as you listen to this message, is that you might be encouraged, that you might find the strength to keep on in the name of the Lord. My desire is that you might live in the fullness of the Lord, and that you might be able to live and do all that he would have you to be. So be blessed. God keep you. Amen. Let me direct your attention, if you will, to First uh, John. First John chapter 5. I want to lift up for your considerations verses 13 through 15. Amen. First John, the epistle, first epistle of John, if you will. First John chapter 5. I want to start reading at verse 13. When you found it, would you say amen? Amen. amen? I still hear some pages turning. It's all right. We all want to get there together. First John chapter 5. Verse 13, you'll find these words. It says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Amen. Amen. Just want to share with you for a few moments from this subject matter, God answers prayer. God answers prayer. Amen. God answers prayer. This, if you will, fifth chapter of First John, if you're ever down or feeling despondent, if you're ever depressed, this fifth chapter of First John will bless your spirit. Because all through this verses, God uh, assures us that in him we have victory. God assures us that in him we are overcomers. Uh, uh, if, you, if you don't know how you're going to make it, if, if you're down, if you've been beat up, I need to tell you today that God wants you to know as his child you have somebody on your side that's bigger than the person who's against you. 
Amen. You have someone working in you and through you that's able to make it all right. And in this 13th verse of this fifth chapter, he begins to give us some insight into what it means not only to be believers, but also what it means to call on the name of the Lord in prayer and what we can expect from God when we ask in his name. I submit to you today, church, that the purpose and power of prayer is not found in getting our will done in heaven. But rather, it's getting God's will done on earth. Truth is, oftentimes when we pray, we already have a preconceived agenda. Oftentimes, we already kind of have an idea what we want, how we want it, and when. Somebody ought to help me today. Oh, but it's not getting what we want done, but his prayer is getting what God wants done. And I submit to you, church, that the abundant life, the prosperous life, a life that's filled with blessings is not found when I get everything that I want. Oh, let me say that again. An abundant life, a prosperous life, a life that's filled with blessings doesn't happen when I get everything that I want. Because the truth is, sometimes I don't know what's best for me. Truth is, if the Lord would have gave me some of them things that I asked for, I might be worse off than where I am right now. Oftentimes, we prayed for folk, men and women, for things that, that, that as we look back on it, we praise God. Oh, Lord, I'm glad I didn't hook up with that booger. Okay, somebody ought to tell the truth, shame the devil. And if you'd have had it your way, you'd have, oh, but praise God that his will was done and not our own. I submit to you today, church, that I'm blessed when I align myself to receive all that God wants for me. When I put myself in a position to get what God has already promised me. See, the truth is, church, the Lord has made some provisions for you. Truth is, the Lord has already made a way. He just waiting for you to get right so he can bless you with what he's already put aside for you. Matter of fact, what's that? Matthew 6 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his and all that stuff that you've been asking for. He will give you once you get it right. Yet the interesting thing is, it's, 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 it's interesting that God in his sovereign power has so fixed it that his will is accomplished through prayer. Word almost seems to suggest that it's God's plan not to do what he would do if you don't pray for it. Lord, let me say that again. I have some folk look funny at me. Scripture almost seems to suggest that it's God's plan not to do what he would do if you don't pray for it. Okay. Look at James. Let me, let me share a couple passages of Scripture with you so you won't just rev you just flew off the handle. He, James chapter 4. Just turn back a few pages. You'll you hit James. James chapter 4. Start reading in verse 1. 
you find these words. James 4 and 1 says, from, from whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence from your lusts, that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight in war, ye have not, because ye ask not. Now that seems to suggest to me that some of the things that God has for us, we don't have it because we haven't. Now, we need to go a little further because verse 3 says, And ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lust. Some of us don't have it because we ain't asked for it, but others don't have it because you have some selfish motives. Amen. Some of us are called on the name of the Lord because we already made up our mind what we want, how we want it, what we need, and we don't care what God says or what's best for us. All I know is what I So it seems to suggest that, that, that God has a plan, that God has uh, uh, some goals in mind concerning this thing called prayer. And I suggest to you today that God begins to answer prayer, first of all, when we have the proper perspective. When we have the proper perspective. Look at what verse 13 says here in 1 John chapter 5. He says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. I submit to you today that, that, that God begins to answer our prayer, prayer, first of all, when we have the proper perspective. And that perspective is, first of all, found when we have accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen, amen. The gospel writer, the, 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 the epistle writer, begins to say that I've given you these things so that you might believe on the Son of God and that you might have eternal life. The truth is, brothers and sisters, that, 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 that my prayer life, the effectiveness of my prayer life, is built according to as I live according to the word of God. See, see, really, the truth is, if you're not saved, amen, you can't hope to have your prayers answered outside of a sinner's prayer. See, if you don't know Christ for yourself and you praying for anything except salvation, God don't hear them pray. Okay, so a whole bunch of folk are messed up because you hear how God is loving. You hear how God is good. You hear how God cares for his own. Yes, he's all that and more. But God is only obligated to answer the prayer of folk who call him father. And those of us who are also his children. And you become his children by accepting his son as Lord and Savior. I remember um, when, 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 when my kids first started going to, to daycare. It was a tough thing in my home. Uh, we, we always uh, wanted to raise our kids at home, and my wife and I made some decisions so that we could do that. And, 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 and we finally realized, well, after a time, that it would be good for them to be around other kids so they, that, that they continue to grow and prosper. And something about being around other kids helped kids to really foster and come out. But... But, but whenever me and my wife would go and pick up our children, it's something about children. When one of them starts saying mom and daddy, 
Somebody don't know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. All of them start saying it, mom and daddy. Especially when it's time to go. Come on now, it's five, six o'clock in the evening and parents start to come pick up their babies. And the funny thing is, when I would walk in and, and, and my babies would see me, they would start saying, daddy, daddy, daddy. And all of them would start saying, daddy, I'd walk past all them other children. <laughs> out of the way. You, you not mine. Somebody ought to help me today. See, see, see. And, and, and <laughs> the thing is this, I only answer to the one that's mine. See, and you need to realize that the Lord only hears those who are his. See, and when you're the Lord's, I don't care if you call him Father. He, if, if you are his, he hears you. Matter of fact, Jesus said, I know my sheep by name. He said, he said they recognize my voice. And I'm here to tell you today that if you want your prayers answered, you got to show enough know Jesus for yourself. See, that's the first thing in having an effective prayer life. You got to know God for yourself. See, prayer should be an extension of the life that one lives in Jesus. See, prayer ought to be a natural extension of the life that you are already living in Jesus. If you know him and if you love him, then it's easy to call on. <laughs> if he bless you in the past, you know he can bless you in the future. So you don't mind calling on him. See, if he done something for mama and grandmama, I know he can do something for me. Or oh, y'all not hearing me today. If he brought me through dangers seen and unseen, sure enough, he can take me through those things that I can see coming on. And what, and what my life should do in him is orient me so that when I call on him, I already have the proper perspective. And maybe the problem is that many of us are disoriented. <laughs> See, my lifestyle should be a reflection of what I believe. And for far too many believers, there's a disconnect between what I believe and how I live. Oh, Lord, help today. Got kind of quiet in here. Amen. I come to church on Sunday. I dress up. I can praise God, I can sing, I can holler. Oh, but come Monday. I'm back to doing those things that I used to do, I shouldn't do. Come Friday night. Come on here now. Come, come, come Saturday night. I'm back out there doing some things that I should not be doing. I need to tell you today that, that our Christian life ought to orient us to who we are in Christ and when we have the proper perspective God can hear our prayers but look what having the proper perspective does because he says in verse 14 <clears throat> and this is the confidence that we have in him see when my life is a reflection and when my prayer is a reflection of my faith in Christ, then I can come boldly before the throne of grace asking what I need. See, when you write with God, amen, you can call on his, Lord, help me. Let me kind of say it like this. When you were in your mom and daddy's house and they were paying the bills, you knew when you weren't right with them. And when you weren't right with mom and daddy, you weren't so quick. Well, 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 hold on. We live in different times now. We got some, 
Got some young folk that ask anyway whether they right or not. Do what they want to do. Come home when they want to come home. Make any kind of grades. And they still expect you to do everything you're supposed to do. And they ain't doing what they... Back in the day. Let me say, back in the day. Back in the day. Somebody ought to help me here today. Back in the day, you knew that when you weren't right with your parents, you just couldn't ask them for anything. Yeah, you make it get some food at home. Yeah, you make it get some beans and some, and some rice and some, and some oatmeal. But don't be asking for too much more than that because you weren't right. See, but when you know you're right with your parents, hey, mom and dad, I need so-and-so and so. And most times, they're sacrificed. Amen. When you're working hard, when you're making good grades, when you're doing things you're supposed to do, mom and daddy don't mind sacrificing. Why? Because you're doing what? Somebody's going to help me today. And the word says when we're right with God, when we're doing what he wants us to do, we have this confidence. What? That we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. See, see, not only must I have the proper perspective, but I must be in the proper position to be blessed. See, see, not only must my life be oriented where I'm living and doing the things that God would have me to live and do, but also I must have the right position in that what I ask for must be according to his will. Oh, Lord, help today. God's will is what he determines shall be done. God's will, church, is his plan and his purpose. And if you're going to know God's will, you have to be familiar with his word. Oh, Lord, it's impossible to know his will outside of being familiar with his word. Now, I'm not saying you got to have every Bible passage memorized. I'm not saying you have to quote it or like you know the back of your hand. But brothers and sisters, you ought to have some inkling about what God's word says about your situation. Amen. You ought to know something about when you get prepared to do what God says do, you got to know what the word says about it. I submit to you today, oh, that you got to know what God's word says according to your circumstance. You got to know what God's word says about your situation. Look at what it says. It says, let me read verse 14 again. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, it's interesting that the word says according to. To pray according to God's will means that we pray God's word. It means that we have a deeper sense of what we're praying for. Because I'm not praying what I want. I'm praying what God wants. See, and when you pray what God wants, your prayer already have is answered. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> See, when you pray God's will, you already know the answer to your prayer. See, look at here. <sighs> Brothers and sisters, I don't want to mislead you. All right? Because praying God's will oftentimes ain't quite that easy. Truth is, truth is, whether or not you should accept that job in Atlanta 
as opposed to staying on the job you're at now. There's not a passage of scripture that's going to tell you to accept the job and then left. Somebody ought to just work with me here now. Now, there are some things that we pray for that the word already told us what to do. Amen. If you're looking at that young man, that young lady, the Bible says don't be unequally yoked. So you ain't got to ask the Lord whether he or she is the one. You already got that answer. Amen. If you're asking the Lord whether I should cuss that person out for mistreating me, you already got that answer. Lord tells you to turn the other cheek. Amen. The Lord tells you to bless them that bless you. Amen. But, 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 but there are some things that aren't quite that cut and dry. Well, preacher, what is God's will? Well, let me give you a couple of things that will help you to discern what God's will is. First of all, God's will for us and anything that we do is, first of all, going to reveal his glory and then make possible our blessing. God's will ultimately is going to reveal his glory and secondly, is going to make possible our blessing. All through the Bible, every time you saw God bless someone, he always got the glory. When the three Hebrew boys were thrown into the fiery furnace, amen, and they were stood there in the midst of King Nebuchadnezzar said, I see a first person, a fourth person, and he looks like the son of somebody ought to help me today. Amen. When he asked Daniel, what kept you in the lion's den? Daniel said, my God, shut up the mouths of the lions. Oh, every time God blesses somebody, he needs to get some glory because somebody else needs to know that we serve a God who's still in the blessing business. We serve a God who's still healing. We serve a God who's still able to make a way out of no way. So God's will is going to reveal his glory. And if what you're asking for, you can't give God glory. If what you're asking for is not going to raise up his name, if what you're asking for is going to tear somebody else down, or short God, God's not going to give you that blessing. So he reveals his glory, then he makes our blessing possible. Something wrong, brothers and sisters, when we serve a God that's not able to supply our needs. Amen, somebody. I'm glad that the Lord has fixed it so I can be blessed on this side. Amen. I ain't got to wait till glory land. <laughs> Amen. I ain't got to wait till I lay down my Bible and my hymn book and I cross over Jordan. I show a God that's able to bless me right now. Who's able to make a way for me right now. Amen. Who's able to open some closed doors right now. Who's able to get me off of my sick bed right now. Who's able to deliver me because I'm all caught up right now. Glad today. That God is able to do that all right now, but he does it so that he might get glory, that, 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 that his majesty might be revealed. So then when we have the right perspective and when we have and when we are in the right position, then God will provide his power. See, prayer really is us aligning ourselves with God. 
so that his hand might move in our lives. Look at what this 15th verse says. And we know. And we know <clears throat> that he hear us whatsoever we ask. And we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. I'm convinced today, church, that prayer is God's method to bless us. And when we ask according to his will, when we align ourselves up according to his word, church, God has promised that he will bless us. I don't know about you today, but I know that I need divine power to work in my life. I realize today, church, that there are some things that I come up against. There are some situations that sometimes I find myself in. That the truth is, I realize that I'm not big enough. I'm not bad enough. I ain't got enough money. I don't know enough folk to be able to get me out of. But, oh, the good news is I know somebody. I serve a God who is able to bless me in spite of me. Oh, the good news is today that I serve a God that when I give my head to him, then when I lean and depend on his word, and when I try to live right and do right, the Bible says God will make a way. I'm glad today, church, that we serve a God who will make a way. Now, what we struggle with is that God will supply our needs in his way, in his time. Oh, Lord, somebody ought to help me here there. God will bless, but he'll do it his way and in his time. Somebody said it like this. He may not always come when you want him, but he's always right on time. I thank God, church, that we serve an on-time God. Well, as I come to a close, well, preacher, why should I pray? I'm telling you all to pray because God commanded that we pray. Matter of fact, scripture said that men are to pray and not faint. Oh, when trials come, when it seems like folk are mistreating you, that's the time you ought to call on the name of the Lord. Why should I pray? Because prayer is God's appointed means. For me to receive my blessing. So I got to call on him. Because I know he will supply. All of my needs. According to his riches and glory. Why should I pray? Because prayer keeps me in the place of blessing. I don't know about you today church. But I need a blessing. If I'm sick. And need a healing. I need to call on somebody. That can get me off my sick bed. If I'm hungry. And need some food. I need to call on the bread of life. If I'm tired and ready to give up, I need to call on someone who can give me more strength than what I have myself. If I need deliverance because I've been all caught up, I serve a God who's in the delivering business. Thank God today that he's able to deliver. I'm here to tell you today that Jesus Depended on prayer. He rose early in the morning and prayed. And the Bible said he prayed all night long. Even on the cross. Jesus prayed. 
He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And if Jesus prayed, you got to pray. Y'all not hearing me today. If Jesus prayed, who lived a sinless life, if Jesus prayed, who lived blameless before the Father, if Jesus prayed, who was God wrapped in flesh, if Jesus prayed, who spoke to the water and it had to lay down, if Jesus prayed and blind men was able to see, sure enough, we got to pray. I wonder today, if there's somebody here who would pray with me, I wonder here, if there's somebody in this church today that would pray with me that the Lord would do great things in our midst, that you would pray with me that the Lord would begin to save some souls, that you would pray with me that there would be a revival here, that the Spirit would begin to move. Would you pray with me that God would show up, stop by? I don't know about you today, church, but I need the Lord to stop by. I need the Lord to come by here because the good news is if he stopped by, if the Lord shows up, if the Lord comes in this place, surely, surely, great things will happen. I don't know about you, church, but I'm looking for great things. I'm looking for the Lord to move. I'm looking for the Lord to bless. I'm looking for the Lord to open doors. I'm looking for the Lord to change hearts. I'm looking for the Lord to work on some minds. I'm looking for the Lord. I'm looking for the Lord. I'm looking for the Lord. To do great things in our midst. And if we would just pray. If we would just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Call on the name of the master. Jesus keep me. Near the cross. And we would just pray. Lord your will be done. Not mine. If we would just pray, Lord, show up at church. If we would just pray, Lord, open our pocketbooks. If we would just pray, Lord, stop by here. If we would just pray, Lord, find some folk up that they don't mind jumping for you, that they don't mind shouting for you. If some folk would just pray, that we can come into the unity of the faith. Just pray. That the Lord's will might be done. You'll begin to see miraculous things happen around here. So let me encourage you, church. Let me encourage you. Call on the name of the master. Pray for those who don't know him. You know, we all know somebody who needs to know Jesus. And oftentimes they ride in our own houses. We all know somebody. We need to draw closer to him. We all desire or should desire for our church great things that his name might be glorified. We are doing things. We're trying to progress forward. Not that people may or I may get names on buildings, but that God might get glorified. That's our motivation. That's, that, 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 that's, that's, that's what's spurring us to do what we do so that God might get the glory. And if God gets the glory, we'll get the blessing. Amen. That's all we're trying to ensure. 
that God gets the glory. And the good news is if we make sure he get the glory, he'll make sure we get the blessing. God bless and God keep. We'd like to thank you for participating in the word ministry of the Progressive Missionary Baptist Church. We would love to have you to come by and worship with us. Sunday morning, our worship services start at 9.30 with Sunday school, followed by our worship services at 11 o'clock. Tuesday nights, we have our youth meeting, starts at 7, and also prayer meeting and Bible study. We'd be glad, blessed, to have you to come by and worship with us. We're located at 944 Reverend B.J. Lewis Drive in the Acres Homes area of our city. If you'd like to contact us, you can phone 281-447-2399. If you need prayer, we have persons here on staff that's able and willing to pray with you. Our prayer line is 281-820-1552. Again, thank you for participating with us and be blessed.